Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. My name is Moss, I use ze, them pronouns. And I'm playing Ember, who uses they-them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel. I use they-them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they-them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. Anyway, welcome to Grudge Match 2 The Grudgeoning. I won't recap you. You're fighting some bad guys. Uh, and it is the top of the round. It is Alusha's turn. You are facing off with a heavily armoured human who is heavily bleeding. I want to go for his throat again. Do it, do it. Your DM is a bloodthirsty monster who encourages this behaviour. Do you want me to add anything to that roll? In, in what sense? I mean, your, your attack bonus with your bite is plus four to hit. Got it. Okay, so um, I have 18. That is... If it's equal, then it misses, doesn't it? No, if it's equal, mm-hmm. then... No. Ah, then you just barely hits. Like, your, your tooth kind of scrapes against his gorget, but you, you manage to get his throat. Sorry. I'm determined. Yeah. Roll me some damage. 1d8 plus 2. I'm not going to roll him another constitution save because he is already cursed. He failed the last one. A level. That's a very impressive roll on a d8 plus two. It, what, was it what I did last time where you roll it twice and then... One d8 this time because you didn't, didn't critical this time. Oh. Oh, okay. So then nine. Nine. Still very nice. No, sorry. Uh, ten. It was because I, I rolled an eight. Then ten, yeah. He's not falling down, but he is looking very hurt, and he now has, like, matching bites on both sides of his neck. So he's going to, because he really kind of has to at this point, try to hit you back. He can do two swings with his greatsword. First was 24 to hit. Definitely. Is this, oh no, this is the not dwarf, this is the human. This is the human, yeah. Okay. That's nine damage. But the second swing, he just whiffs it completely over your head, doesn't even ruffle your fur. Roll the two. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> um, the cleric has been blinded. Mm-hmm. Very hard to cast spells when you're blinded. Yeah. Hard to have line of sight. Yeah, so what he's going to do is try to cast Dispel Magic on himself. Okay. Because he, he, he's in touch range with himself, he's fine. He knows where he is. That's, yeah. <laughs> what, what level is blindness? Is it third level? Uh, it is second level. In which case it just ends. Oh, damn. Just ends. You would feel it go, because it's, con- it, well, it's not concentration. No, it's not. Um, but that, that's... That used his action. 
So for a bonus action, he's going to try and do Sacred Frame probably at Alusha because... No, actually, um, Sacred Flame at Rill because Rill is fucking him up. Mm-hmm. But for reasons, he has to roll to see if he even successfully casts a spell. I should do the dispel. Actually, oh. he, he does not. He goes to cast a spell at you. You can see him going to cast a spell at you, and just nothing happens. Uh, I don't have to fight anything off. It just doesn't work? No, just no spell goes off. Okay. You, you can weird. see him making the, the somatic movements for casting this spell, mm-hmm. and no magic follows it. Just nothing happens. Okay. I... Blink and surprise, because that doesn't usually... Oh, that's not a thing. Yeah, that you were happens. expecting to have to dodge. You didn't even have to dodge. There was nothing to dodge. He just... Nothing happened. We we just blink at each other, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kind of staring at each other. He... He looks... Distressed, but not surprised. Hmm. I'll give you that much. The halfling who is hiding behind a horse at the back of the cave, now that you've cancelled the silence spell, you can hear her, and she is saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that is her turn. The pink dwarf is engaged with three of you, so the big dwarf is going to fight, and is going to go for... I know she has disadvantage on things that aren't trick. Does she know that? I think notionally, like, I'm... Yeah, I think the game's kind of balanced on the assumption that you can make sensible decisions about that. Yeah, so I'm going to say she knows that and is therefore going to go for Drake. That's fair. That's what I'm for. Yeah, uh, probably misses, though, with a 13. Yeah, by, by a little bit. Yeah, second swing, 22. Now, 22 will hit. Cool. That is the wrong dice for the damage. Oh, no, it's just a 1d pull. Uh, five damage. And then a third stab with well, her short sword. Five damage, what kind of damage? Uh, sword. Is it a magic weapon? <laughs> it is not a magic weapon, it's a regular let's sword. Call that, let's call that two damage, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Second to hit is 21. So third to hit is 21. Ah, that is another hit. Which, again, this is not a magical weapon, so halving it is three damage. I'm not halving it, no, no. It's minus three. Ah, okay. In which case, it is four damage. Um, you know what? I'm barely feeding it. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, she de- technically, yes, she did stab you in the gut, but, like, not very effectively. I am now below my normal max hit points. Yeah, you have a scratch. You have two scratches. Probably okay with that. Um, Ember. Um, okay. I am going to once again try to hit this uh dwarf with my axe what how why no oh dear i don't know if you can see the rolls that we make on D beyond but ignore that because i cannot okay <laughs> so i i had three d20s selected and i was trying to figure out how to deselect no. <laughs> And it just kept going up. So I just had to roll 12 d20s. <laughs> so I could go back. Anyway. 
<laughs> just the one will do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> a nice, sensible 1d20 rolls a 19 to hit. That hits. Excellent. And that is going to be a... Uh, that's going to be 11 damage. Ooh, very nice. But because your axe is activated, and this is a hit you have made with it, please roll me an extra 1d8 fire damage. Ooh, excellent. Lovely. That's an extra three fire damage. You swing your axe and you cut into an exposed bit of this dwarf's shoulder. And along with the expected bleeding, there is charring around the edge of the wound you leave. <laughs> okay. Um, how, does the, how is the dwarf looking? Hurt, but not critically so. Okay. We're just gonna... Gonna keep duking it out of it. Yep, that's gonna be another little roll there. And that's gonna be a 21 to hit. That hits. Excellent. You get the D8 on this one as well. That is 15 damage, um, three of which is fire damage. She is still standing, and she is still functioning, but she is hurt. All right. Ember just shouts, that's for Tipsickery! And glares. Grudge match, grudge match. <laughs> the horse makes a panicked horse noise. I'm not going to attempt to make you that noise, but please imagine a panicked horse winning. Do it. So you didn't pick up any of my any of my panic horse noise. I made it really loud. <laughs> oh no. Let me try again, hang on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a it's not a happy horse. It's a really unhappy horse. Real debates. Real debates muting the horse again just because, but <laughs> there's a horse, there's a cave, it's having such a bad day. Uh Real, it is your turn. Um you are Within range of the dwarf, but she is very much engaged with uh, Ember and Trick. The cleric has just totally failed to fire a spell at you. The halfling is shouting increasingly hysteric apologies. Okay. Uh, all right. Ignoring the halfling in the back hiding behind a horse um, <laughs> and not helping anybody, Rill is going to, uh, I guess... Uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna stay where I am because I don't want to draw the ire of the dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to uh, shout at the cleric. What's the matter? You couldn't keep it up? Uh, don't worry, it's a common problem. And then I'm gonna <laughs> uh, then I'm gonna cast guiding ball at them. Go for it. And that is going to be. Uh, that is going to be uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits them. Okay. And that's going to be 21 points of radiant damage. And any attack rolls made against them before the end of my next turn has advantage because they're glowing. He Damn. is absolutely staggered. Like, stumbles back into the wall again and isn't falling down, isn't unconscious, but that was clearly a really bad hit. Um, Roma. Awesome. So, unless I'm wrong, my flying leap directly over the dwarf will have taken me 
Am I in range of your man over in the right? The red one? Yes. Let me count. Sorry, that wasn't a helpful description to anyone. Uh, yes. I mean, you will have to, like, squeeze past Will, but yes, you can do that. Yeah. The, the dwarf, you, are, you will be leaving the dwarf's melee range, but I think even for reaction attacks, they're at disadvantage because they're not attacking Yeah. Back. I think so, yeah. So I'm going to give that a crack and have a, take, try and take a bite out of him. Awesome. I'll roll the reaction first. The other dwarf tries to stab at you, but absolutely misses. Nice. Cool. Good to know we're equally shit. Um, <laughs> um, and I am going to roll myself a bite. Come on. Why are you being like this? And that's with advantage in it. Yeah. Because of guiding bolt. Mm-hmm. Nine. Was it I know that's not something to celebrate usually, but I've been doing really badly the last few rolls. You, you you try to bite him, but what you end up doing is putting your paws on both his shoulders and snapping really close to his face. Eh. Honestly, more than I've achieved with the last few rolls I've attempted. It's not my lucky he day. Looks terrified. There is a giant wolf snapping at his face. He thought there was only one wolf. Suddenly, there's two wolves. Yeah, so this is still more productive than I've been thus far. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy. He's not happy. He's very not happy. Uh, Trick, you are still facing a dwarf. The dwarf has not yet fallen over. Cool. Well, it seems like we have one person who will serve as a captive. So, um, good. Let's be professional about this. And by professional about this, what I mean is, let's hit this person with the sword. Please roll for sword. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, they very wisely decided to attack me last turn, so I will simply have to make regular attacks against them. It's a shame, but it can't be helped. Can't be helped. Uh, so that will be a 13 against AC, which I assume is a miss. That does miss. 16? Miss. Oh! Oh, that's life. Clang, clang, goes the armour. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's my turn. I should turn. I'm going to take a new photo because somebody moved. And then it will be Alusha's turn, who is doing a really good job at just personally taking on this, um, this human. I really want to chomp him. I mean, chomp. I mean, you have been chomping him. Chomping has been happening. I feel like I was supposed to be sort of the... I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be the better at being a werewolf werewolf. Um, that's not what's happening. You are, you are equally werewolfy, to be fair. You do have identical werewolf stats. It's just the dice are not your friend today. Yeah, I'm just a very unlucky werewolf, which leads to me looking like a very incompetent werewolf. Lucha is, is definitely flexing for, for her new uh, interest. Yeah, I mean, I'm just the werewolf. I don't know what the werewolf term for useless lesbian is, but I'm feeling <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> you're being super stylish you're making flying leaps you're doing like cool growly poses that's the thing like i'm trying to show off but i keep missing <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing my best here you're doing wolf robotics instead of attacks yeah i'm trying very hard to look cool and it's not helping <laughs> you're woofany <laughs> woofany you useless lesbian <laughs> Anyway, it's Alusha's turn. I'm going to roll the jump. Got roll the jump. That's 21. 
Oh yeah, you chomp. You chomp his face. Chomp him. Seven damage. Still standing, but now in addition to bleeding from his neck, he's bleeding from his face. He is bleeding like, there's like a big, your bottom jaw like sank into his cheek on one side. And he's got these long toothy slashes in one side of his face. Oh. Like that's going to scar. Juicy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Feel free to lick your lips. Alicia does so. Yes. Fully approved. Um he's he's really not winning this werewolf duel he's having. Like, this is not going his way, like, at all. He should have thought of that before he got in a fucking werewolf duel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he should have. He He didn't. He's going to sort of stumble backwards in something of a panic. Um, you can take a bite at him as an as a attack of opportunity if you'd like to. Say again, Shay? Who's taking attack of opportunity? You. You, you can take another bite at him because he is backing out of your range. With my d20? Yeah. That's a dirty 20. Oh, yeah. Um... Actually, no, he's going to use his reaction against your reaction and kind of knock you aside with his sword, which he can just about do. Well, fuck that. Yeah, sorry. He will manage to back away. Um, He's then going to quickly switch out sword for crossbow, which is already like primed and ready. So he's got like the great sword in one hand, which he can't swing with with one hand, but he can hold it. And the other one is pointing a crossbow um, and try and use his crossbow on you which is 13 to hit, which I think hits you. Yeah. But probably won't be super bad. Four damage. Okay. He has now got his back to the wall, like, frantically trying to reload a crossbow because he's decided that this werewolf duel is... He, he no longer wants to stand face-to-face with a werewolf and duke it out because it's going real bad. Cleric is now also face to face with a werewolf. I know I'm going to regret this decision, but I knew that when I took it. No one said Roma was smart. The cleric is going to try to guiding bolt Roma, but he first has to roll to see if anything happens. Wait, am I still on top of him? Um, you you kind of are snarling in his face. Okay, because I was just thinking, is that not going to be quite? percussive if it's sort of me him wall how do you mean hang on let me double check fighting bolt it's not doing an explosion or anything it's just targeted damage no but isn't it gonna knock me quite hard and i from memory i was pushing him up into the wall a bit after that yeah there's, oh. it, it, it doesn't do like force damage in that sense it's just gonna okay yeah i couldn't remember how guiding bolt would work that's all it's gonna burn you and make you slightly glow if he hits but he, he so he has successfully cast a spell, and now he has to roll to see if the spell hits you. Oh, is that making a ranged attack against someone who you're in melee combat with? Yeah. Oh, woof. I wouldn't do that, but you know. His... Which I believe puts him at disadvantage, but that's what he's going to do. People do dumb things when there's a werewolf in their face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, both rolls were 19s, so he... he you know, unless your AC is more than 24. It, not right now. I'm a werewolf. My AC is not. 
Yeah, unfortunately, werewolves really quite easy to hit. Yeah, it's on account of being giant wolves. Dame's dice, 15 damage. Yeet. Okie doke. And the next attack against you will have advantage because you are slightly glittering. You are glowing slightly. Oh, he should have cast that at a higher level. He didn't. I'm fine with that. Yeah, he, he didn't. It's too, he's he's realising that as he cast it, that he could have cast it harder, but he didn't. It's fine. Halfling is continue, it's, is yeah hiding behind a horse, shouting, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. And the dwarf is up and, again, is going to attempt to attack Trick. It's reasonable. Yeah. 19 to hit? Nah. Cool. Second attack. 21 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a d10. That's not the right damage. That's at all. Keep doing that. Uh, nine um, sword damage, which you then get your deduction on. I mean, so that'd be a six. Six damage. This is starting to smart. And again, stabs with the sword, sword but just bounces off your, your armor with a uh, eight. Well, into each life a little brain must fall. Yeah, I mean, other than that, her day's going great. <laughs> Just so good. People have moved since the last photo, so I will re-photo, but it's going to be Ember's turn. All the best campaigns are carried out strictly with blurry photographs of tablecloth- tablecloths. It is known. It is known. Featuring giant pen that is not present in character. A giant pen falls from the ceiling. <laughs> um, I will run over to Red Friend. Okay. And help over there. Who was her last react? When was her last reaction? Her last reaction was okay. She does get another reaction. What's your run speed? Oh, uh, thirty. Can't quite make it into melee unless you go. One. No, you can't quite make it into melee. Beans. Um, okay. Well, in that case, I will get not quite into melee, and then I will uh, do a little healing on myself. Uh, Attack of opportunity at disadvantage from the dwarf is um, 11. (laughs) So it won't hit you. It doesn't even remotely hit. Yeah. Takes a slash, misses. How is how is everybody else doing health wise, by the way? I'm at twenty-eight. Okay. You're I fine. haven't been touched. Okay. You're pretty dandy. They're a bit rubbish, so I don't know how they meant to beat up your sorcerer. Okay. We are not in a chip situation. Cool. I'm just gonna give myself some healing then. Alright. It's all those extra combatant horses they had last time. We really changed the odds. I mean, also the whole, like, water elemental and the whole Terpsichore, like, hey, you know how we're fighting this really powerful thing right now? What if we were also fighting more foes at the same (laughs) fucking time? Look, Terpsichore picks their battles. They pick to have all of the battles. (laughs) (laughs) The horse. He's being a horse. Real. Good on him. <laughs> yes. 
You are up. Ember is not quite reached melee with your cleric friend, uh, but is rapidly heading in that direction. All right. Also, uh, there's I, a elf. Right. I'm going to remind the party at large that we want to keep at least one of them alive. I don't care which one, but... I think nobody's touched the halfling. I mean, the halfling is pretty much surrendered, and you've pretty much let them, so... Exactly. Although they do currently have, like, three-quarters cover behind a horse. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd... Hmm. Rill would feel guilty doing what he wants to do to that halfling after they've surrendered, but he's keeping that to himself. And instead, he's going to... Um, uh, he's going to cast another Guiding Bolt at that cleric, because it worked really yeah. well last time for him. I mean, Rill has plenty of healing magic. He can definitely take people prisoner after they've not surrendered. That's an option he's got. That's true. Alrighty, and that is a 15 to hit them? Hits. Okay. And not heavily armoured. Alright, that's uh, 12 points of radiant damage, and the next hit gets advantage. The flash of divine fire leaps out of your palm and spears straight into their side, and he makes the <laughs> kind of noise and collapses onto his knees and down onto the floor unconscious. Okay. That was a delightful it's sound. Awesome. Light yeah, glittery. great sound. <laughs> Love our foley work. So he is he is out of the picture. He's just he's yeah. He's not gonna be fighting right now. Um Huffling no, sorry. I'm getting confused because he's the one who got hit, not the one who just acted. Uh Roma, you are facing an unconscious cleric who is bleeding out onto the cave floor. You are well within range of the um the armored human who has been attacking your fellow werewolf, if you would like to go and attack him instead. Yes. Um, can I take another flying leap? It didn't work, but yeah, it was fun. Absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was stylish last time. It might be stylish this time. Go for it. Well, he's less short. I've got a better chance of actually getting to him. Yeah, Second yeah. time's the charm? So, yes. Absolutely. That is how I roll. Heh, literally. <laughs> and that is an eight. Oh... Every time! You, you, you hit him this time, but you, you just kind of crunch on metal. I, 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 I literally have not gotten a single decent roll on by... You have You've not hit anyone. It's really sad. <laughs> I've just been getting the shittest rolls. It's, it's tragedy. It is very sad. I can't... All right, trick. I can't dwarf hit is still, still standing toe-to-toe with you. So this dwarf, how's she looking? I mean... She, you've hurt her. She's definitely hurt, but at the moment she's still walking away from this. Uh, no, I don't like that. I'm not a fan. I'm not having that. Um, what if? And this is going to shock you because I'm just. Are you? I'm just guessing off. here. Are you going to hit her with your sword? Now listen, right? I I own a lance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's currently a mile away at an inn. You don't know what powers I have. If you have a lance up your butt and you're choosing now to whip it out, <laughs> that would be uncomfortable. So my first, my first roll, my first roll, because I have a lance up my butt, is a natural one. So that does not hit the dwarf. She very nimbly ducks. Wow, no, that sucks tremendously. Um, didn't hit either time. Um, so I just make a fool of myself. 
I'm quite tired. I've been for quite a long jog in full splint armor. It's true. Um, it's true, and it's like you can see, but it's not great light in here. There's just the one lantern. It's yeah, and a flaming axe. And a flaming axe. That's true. That is adding uh, to the general spooky air. But I have been keeping my poor, fragile little sibling safe. By... You have, and this dwarf is super occupied and has not been grinding Ember up into mincemeat. By using my human body <laughs> as a big shield. Um, it's a Wusha's turn, I should think. It is, it is a Wusha's turn. A Wusha, your target has just run away and been jumped at by the other wolf. And also shot at you with a crossbow. Well, I'm pretty pissed about that. Yeah, but you could, but you know, they move slower than you. You could absolutely catch back up with them and bite them again. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Awesome. <laughs> Roll for an attack. 14. Uh, sadly, no, he has too much armor for that. Damn it. So your, your teeth also slide off his armor. But he looks super scared. He's got two werewolves now. Very bad day. He, yeah, he's facing two wolves. Um, he really has no option but to resume hacking with his greatsword at the two wolves he's facing. Uh, so first one at Alusha. Uh, yeah, that will hit. That was a 24. 11 damage. Okay. You're probably looking a bit beaten up by now. 17. Yeah. Second attack at Roma. Um, will also hit, if you have the same AC, with a 22. 7 damage. Yeah, I'm looking peaky. Uh, he's not going to try to move. He's pinned to a wall by two levels. <laughs> like, he just feels like that's a place he should stay. Uh, red guy makes a death save. That's all you know. Halfling is making no move to attack, is still just kind of clinging to the reins of this horse against the cave wall and not getting into this fight at all. Um, Dwarf, though, is still duking it out the trick and appears content to do this all day. Takes a swing with her sword, misses on Trick's armor with nine to hit. <laughs> Tries again, 21. I uh, hit on 21. Eight minus your reduction. All right. I am starting to look a wee bit worse for the wear. Attack with the short sword is 18. Nah, fam. Not even close. She really needs to stop trying to stab you in the stomach. It literally never works. Look, I've got a lot of padding. Yeah, there's a shield, there's armour, it's just she's not making good stabbing choices. I was more remarking on, like, my flesh padding, but yeah. That too. Well, that too, that too. Traditionally a good deterrent from stabbings? That's how barbarians work. Valid. Look, the more, the more fat there is between the outside and your vital organ, the better off you are. Yeah, the, the more of a just a flesh wound it is. That's not right. I can sit on sharp things and not even notice. I realised I was bleeding today because I ate a crisp and it was too sharp. <laughs> you sound like my husband. I'm going to put him on blast now. But he does, he does get a little satisfied by like walkers or whatever because he's like, oh, they're too sharp. I like the rich cut ones because they're not. Oh, no, this was a Dorito. Oh, no, that's vicious. Nice. It, it was just pointy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pointy snacks are my favorites. Well, you pooey thing. You pooey thing. Okay. Um, who's up? Ember is up. You're looking at a bleeding man. 
sorry, which which one is looking less worse for wear? The dwarf is looking slightly less worse off. Okay, I will go after the dwarf then. Cool. Um, so I presume a four does not hit. Sadly, no. Her <laughs> back is also armored. Um, oh, well, actually, it would be a ten, but that still doesn't hit. Still no. Um, and then, and an eleven. Sadly, no. All right. Clang. Clang. Armor's great. More people should wear it, honestly. Horses being a horse. Rill, you, you have blasted that cleric into unconsciousness. Okay. Uh, since he's unconscious. And let's see. I am going to turn around and look at the dwarf, realizing that, oh, I can also hit them. And um, <laughs> Rill's not used to actually physically hitting things. Um, not his style, honestly. Not his style. Uh, and he's also not going to actually physically hit them now either, um, because he's just going to like reach down and uh, grab the back of their neck and um, try to cast inflict wounds. Go for it. Um, that is a fourteen. No. Okay. You grab armor. Okay. They're wearing a gorget and you didn't realize, and it's just like, oh, that's 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 steel. I've grabbed, not wounded. Does the steel at least corrode? It glows warm <laughs> under your fingers for a second. <laughs> Take your hand away. You're like, oh yeah, that's where the radiant damage went. Then it cools. Mm. Okay. Doing anything with your bonus or just? No, I I don't think I can. I don't think I have any spells that I could use uh, as bonus without also being a level. So I don't want to move anywhere or do anything okay. else. So. Roma. Um, I am gonna go out on a limb and say this isn't gonna work. So I'll bite him. <laughs> he does have a lot of armor. I didn't crit fail, guys. <laughs> a seventeen. It's not under 10. <laughs> is that before or after your bon- attack bonus? Uh, that is before. You hit. Yes. You've got to understand, that's my first roll on over 10 for so long. I'm so it's happy. The first time you've hit, you hit him like right in front of the other werewolf and you look so cool. Yes. My little gay heart is skipping a beat. <laughs> I would dance if I wasn't busy killing people. How much damage do you do? Uh, I do. Let me. I need to roll a different dice. I was too excited mm. about that one. Um, you should not roll I your damage on a d20. Um, yes. So, seven, uh, nine damage. Oh, he's hurt. He's so hurt. Yes. Not quite falling over, but he is in a bad, bad way. Finally. Yes. I'm just preening. I've, I, there's blood everywhere. I'm, I'm smug. I'm, I'm more. I'm paying more attention to getting my best angle for the bloodied more than I am to anything else. Alusha has appropriately swooned. Ah, darling. <laughs> is it my turn again? It is your turn. Is there a dwarf that I can hit with this sword? There is a dwarf. Like neither of you have hit each other for like three rounds. <laughs> Actually, no. That dwarf did hit me quite a bit last round. Well, oh just... no, that's true. They just, you know. Yeah, this dwarf has hit me. Quite a bit, actually. Yeah, um, like the dwarf is whittling you down. Um, so I've been beaten up a lot, and I would prefer not to be. So what I think uh-huh. is, I will take a bonus action. Uh-huh. And 
I will roll myself a d10. Uh-huh. As I take a really deep breath. Yes! Um, I take a really deep breath and center myself. And, um, and I just say very quietly to the children. And I find the will to carry on. And I heal myself for 15 points of damage. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And then what I do is, very saucily, I hit him with a big sword. Sharp little metal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, should I use should I use one of my spells? No, I think I'll just hit them with a big sword. Big sharp bit of metal. I rolled another one! Oh. <laughs> Luck is not with you in this cave tonight. All I need to roll on this fucking dice in order to succeed is like I think a twelve up will do me. Yeah. I think I lost on my bad luck. <laughs> You are now holding the, the the dead duck or whatever it is that causes the bad luck. The curse oh, is now with you. Shit, I should have known better than to pick up a duck. It's the bed. creepy owl. It <laughs> <laughs> swoops out and lands on your shoulder silently. Oh, it's gosh. pretty dark here. The creepy owl is no longer visible. He's coming for you. <laughs> well, fortunately, I am a trained warrior. <laughs> You can take and swing my sword again. Oh my fucking god! (laughs) What'd you roll? (laughs) Can I get new virtual dice? What did you roll? I you fight like a dairy farmer. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled an eight. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't hit this dwarf in like three rounds. She's just like really good at dodging. Hang on, I just wanna somehow. Hang on, hang on. That the chances of me missing for three solid rounds are about two points two point eight percent. The dice are not loving you today. They're really not. Alright, well, there you go. That's that's how it do be sometimes though. It do be like that. People don't think it'd be like that, but it do. Right. Well, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna nip off for a minute. And I'm gonna get some more tea, Maria. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. This is not a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I hope it's not a family-friendly podcast at this point. So, are we having like weird sex with a creepy puppet? Yeah. <laughs> there was no sex with the puppet. The puppet. Yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's fine. We're, we're in I mean, jail you say fine. there was no sex with the puppet, and it's like there was. It was just mediated through the warlock. No, no. The warlock no, is just a mess with the puppet. Say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alicia. I'll be back before my next turn with the black Russian. You will. It's fine. Alicia, your yeah. your new wolf friend has just very stylishly bitten this this guy you've been working on. And I totally think you should have a go at doing the same thing again. Absolutely. Like, I could totally finish him off. Yes. 19. Hit. Hell yeah. Yeah, he did. Eight. You tear into his throat. Woo! You leap up and you get the angle right this time. You get into the nice soft bit right under the jaw. And your teeth yeah. sink in from both sides and rip. Yes, man! You know enough about anatomy to know you've hit the vein, not the artery. He's bleeding out. He could still be saved. 
in the next ooh, 30 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I'm the only person in reach. I want a munch. <laughs> Alusha the wolf makes a really happy wolf noise. <laughs> it's like a happy little owl. I am going to give a yip of approval. <laughs> uh, it's his turn, so he's going to make a death save. Cleric is also going to make a death save. Um, Halfling is going to... She's just hiding behind this horse, and... I mean, you can't see her, but she's probably got her eyes closed, and she's just, like, hunched up and whimpering because you're, like, killing everyone, and she just doesn't want to fight. If uh, if she's not going to fight, are we out of initiative? You still have a dwarf. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, you, you still have a dwarf, and it is the dwarf's turn, and the dwarf is going to try to attack Trick with remarkable consistency. I mean, this is just like two people in lots of armor pounding away on each other and only sometimes getting through. I mean, Trick is not here to say whether that hits, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't because that was a 13. I think that's a safe assumption. I will pull up their character sheet and then I will know for certain that it misses. Um, which it super does. Yes, okay. And the second one is another 13 and also super misses. And the short sword stab is a 15. And misses. So the dwarf is hacking away at Trick, but making no impact. Just can't get through the armor. Can't get past the shield. Just can't get purchase on Trick at all. Um, Ember. Um, I would like to run over to one of our dying friends. Mm-hmm. And um... Yeah, you can reach the cleric. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna pull out some rope and tie them up before giving them a hit point. Okay. Um, I will say it takes your action this turn to tie them up. Yeah. And then Figured. next round you'd be able to do some healing. Figured. Yeah, that's fine. You, you, they, they are not resisting as you tie them up because they are bleeding heavily from underneath their clothes. There is a Cute. faint smell of singe. Delicious. Mmm, roasted meat. Yum. Horses being a horse. Rill, this dwarf just won't lie down. She won't. All right. Uh, let's try. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, let's um. Let's try and flip wounds again. Go for it. When it works, it really works. But it has to hit first. Ooh, I'm betting that hit. Uh, that is a twenty-one. That hits. Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, okay. Uh, that is 15 points of necrotic damage. You grab the back of her neck, and these bleeding red splits just open in her flesh like you've dropped an overripe peach. She visibly staggers and makes a very hurt noise. She's on her feet, but not by much. I'd give up if I were you. Mel is back from getting a drink. Uh, the dwarf took three swings at you and missed with all of them. Uh, Rill shields, has, man. Shields are great. Yeah, Rill has done some necrotic damage and uh, advised the dwarf to give up before she dies. Whether she responds, we'll have to find out when it's next her turn. Uh, Roma, your, you have, your, your, your new werewolf friend has just very stylishly like done some throat tearing. It's It's... Super cool. The guy's bleeding to death. 
There's, there's, a, there's the sound of a dwarf wailing unsuccessfully on a big armored human behind you, but like clearly getting nowhere. I am very much impressed, and I'm now looking for a way to look impressive. Just, you know, want to reciprocate that. Um, but I think what I'm actually going to do is I reckon I am about in position to just head away from all the drama and in the direction of the halfling and the horse and just position myself in the way of horse or halfling attempting to leave. Yeah, just kind of pin them. Just make sure they're pinned in. And I can then combine being vaguely useful and keeping the horse and halfling in place with looking as impressive as humanly possible, which is my main interest. Yeah, so I'm putting you one square back from the horse just so that you're outside of kicking range if it panics yeah, again. Yeah, I'm going to just head in the direction and, you know, yeah. prepare. Let's say I'm going to call it preparing an action to attack in some way. But what I am actually doing is going full like wolf howling at the moon on the top of a cliff in the misty you don't want to come this night. way i am large and scary and a wolf yes and very very sexy is what i'm aiming for because <laughs> i still have quite a lot of blood dripping from my jaw which is always a good look i may or may not we established i have some limited communication so i'm just gonna you know give a i got this kind of i don't know ear flick however wolves communicate don't worry yeah, you've got, I got, you got the good body language going on if i can handle this i've got that this under control babe you know, good good job on the murder. I've got this guy. <laughs> Trick this wolf, this this sorry, this dwarf that you just can't hit. Real just reached out and like grabbed the back of her neck, and she's now bleeding heavily. Well, she's still standing. I suppose if we're in the realm of might actually give up, I will ready an attack action. And I will use that attack action if that dwarf if that dwarf does not drop her weapons. Okay. Solid. Alusha. Yes. You you have a a bleeding bleeding out heavily armored human dude. And your new friend is like being super competent and making sure to pin the the, the horse and the halfling so they can't escape. You can smell dwarf blood. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be intimidating and growl and try to look as scary as possible. Cool, double double sheepdog maneuver. Exactly. All right, you are both pinning halfling and horse, who will now have a very very hard time leaving without getting wolfed. Um, he rolls a death save. Cleric who is being tied up rolls a death save. Halfling is just yeah. Clearly not going to be getting into this fight. The dwarf, who is looking really hurt, um, is breathing hard and glares like really actually behind her. So she can't like even turn around enough to look at him, but does this kind of half look and then back at Trick and very begrudgingly lowers both her hands with the sword and the short sword. Doesn't say anything, just doesn't move, doesn't make an attack, lowers her weapons. Mm. I don't quite like the bit where she hasn't dropped her weapons. I was not picking up my pains like growl of um, deciding whether to hit this person or not. Yeah, it's up to you whether you think she is provoking your reaction or not. Uh, I mean, Rill's right there. I mean, 
how many how many first up how many spell souls has really even expended? Um, it is fully up to you. I, as the DM, have no opinion on whether this counts. Up to you. Um, well, I said I said if I said if she does not drop her weapons on her turn, she hasn't dropped her weapons on her turn, and I will choose to use my reaction. Okay. Uh, I'm not in a forgiving mood. Yeah, you get one attack because it's a reaction. Uh, I don't get one attack. I am taking an. I am taking a. Oh, sorry. Yes, your action includes more than one attack. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking finally. <laughs> but it's. But I literally rolled a one on the damage. It's four damage. No. Okay. So you clock her on the side of her helmet with your sword, and she sways. Oh. And drops to a knee. And then doesn't drop any further. She is still conscious. She is still breathing. Yeah, I'll take that. I choose not to use the second action. Stay down. <laughs> She's on one hit point. <laughs> That's what we like to see. We're going to drop out of initiative because nobody is fighting you. Um, Ember, you can therefore go ahead and stop the cleric bleeding out. Uh, I'll help um, stop the, the other person bleeding out. Okay, yep. That's fine. You have you have time to do that. Just let me know how much healing you do so I can track it. Um, I'll do Spare the Dying, which makes them stable, uh, but not conscious, I don't think, unless... Yeah, if it just stabilizes him, I think he wakes up in an hour with one hit point if nothing else happens. Okay. So he is, he is unconscious, but you, you kind of close the big bleeding gash in his throat and leave it at that. I will lay on hands. And give one hit point to the cleric. One hit point for the cleric. Okay, the cleric, um, having been hit with a guiding bolt that took him down, wakes up on the floor, looking up at you, heavily armoured, with a flaming battle axe, <laughs> and stays down. He's like, I could not keep fighting. Not fighting seems better. I really hurt. I don't want to get up. I would like to start restraining anyone who isn't currently restrained and taking no chance. You can do that, yeah. Um, I mean, the dwarf... The dwarf is extremely unhappy about having had to surrender and now being tied up, but she's not resisting. She's just clearly not emotionally resigned. She's just like, this is... This sucks very bad. I will suggest that someone gag the cleric. Mm, We will do that. He does look resigned. He's just like, fine. He doesn't, like, he opens his mouth so he can do it. He, yeah. The, the fighter, the armoured guy, is still unconscious. He's not bleeding out. I'm going to pat down the dwarf and see if she's, I'm particularly looking to see if she might be carrying a bag. If I might be so lucky. You find what you'd expect in terms of, you know, she's carrying her weapons, she's carrying an eating knife, she's carrying an amount of gold, not a huge amount of gold. Um, she's carrying about 40 gold pieces, all told. Can I, uh, can I uh, approach the halfling? Have we tied her up? No, she and the horse are pinned. Oh, right, the wolves. Yeah. We are doing some sheep jogging. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going to slowly approach... All right, listen, if you give up, we're not going to hurt you. Just come out here, please. 
she kind of peeks around the chest of the horse. She's still holding the reins because the horse is still really unhappy. It's not actively like kicking its way loose, but it is a very stressed and de-stressed horse. It doesn't even like being in a cave and now there's wolves. I'm going to be... Yeah, there she... you can hear me again. Yeah, she um... pokes her head around the side of the horse and says, Hi. Hi. Um, could I, while you are talking to the half I'm going to take this moment to check that Alusha is okay to maintain sheepdogging if I transform back? Because I suspect I might be able to help with the horse and halfling situation. Yeah, you could exchange a wolfy nod of communication. Okay, so assuming Alusha is fine with that? Yeah. I am going to transform into a naked wood elf carrying a satchel. Alusha is um, looking Which may be slightly <laughs> distracting. Um, and we'll say... I'm actually point out that I'm actually a druid and can probably help with the terrified horse and also with the and or and or with the dealing with holding people because I have holding I have hold person for at least two people and I definitely have um where is she speak with animals so I think I might be more useful as a naked elf than a uh, equally naked werewolf I mean you could get dressed Yes, yes, real, gen- could do, real gently, but... gently suggests that perhaps you get dressed while he looks in some other direction. Eh, if you insist, I'm fine. Please. All right, I will grab a tunic out of my satchel and throw it on, somewhat haphazardly. You are now a slightly disheveled elf in basically a mini dress. Yeah. I mean, is that not what I look like as a human? <laughs> I feel like your wolf self has a lot more blood around the mouth. Yeah, but there's a there's still a decent bit, you know. Uh, Roma, if you find any bags um, on the horse, could you toss them this way? Um, yes, so I am going to cast Speak with Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and admittedly, there's relatively little I can say to this horse. <laughs> because the facts are these, you are in a cave, there are some wolves. But I can probably get across... If you just stay cool and let me take the reins, we can get you out of the cave to where there are no wolves. The the horse finds the prospect of out of the cave very appealing. Is a little kind of torn between you, who it doesn't know, and the halfling, who it does know, but between you, like she kind of reassures it a little as you and lets you take the horse. Yeah. And you you can lead the horse out and and back up to the sunlight with. Yeah. With caution, but you can do it. So, yeah. I now have the reins of the horse and will glance back to Rill, who seemed to be running this interaction. Would you do you want me to check the bags or get the horse out of here? The check halfling them. will speak up and say we, we don't still have it. What do you do with it? Handed it over. To who? The lady who hired us. <sighs> yes, and who was that? The dean, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, um, that wasn't the title. But it was one of one of the wizards. What was the title? Vice something or other? Can I make an inside joke? Mm-hmm. Eight. You know, after a battle, people are really hard to read. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of adrenaline. 
I have really good insight. I just rolled a net one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't get much useful off, off off of that. It's it's hard to tell. Okay. All right. Rill's gonna gently tie the halfling up. She does not resist. She looks a combination of scared and just really shamefaced. Well, I don't know about you, but as far as I'm concerned, we've got all we need. Stay in Elvish. Yeah. I don't mean to be cold, but just practical. I just I... hate leaving them like this. Okay, you, you have four living, tied-up prisoners. Um, I'm assuming you'll, you'll take them back up to the surface and proceed from there. Yep. Ah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel too bad. <laughs> One of them is unconscious, two of them are in no shape to resist you, the third is, sorry, the fourth is just not resisting. So I suppose we could sling the unconscious one over the horse, make it a little easier. Well, you could, yeah. except that you already let Roma lead the horse away. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, right. me and the horse I mean, are just chilling. Just, just drag them, drag them, I'm drag them upstairs. I'm pretty sure I can carry this person. That's true. Yeah. Like, you probably couldn't fight with them over one shoulder, but Fireman's lifting them the 60 yards up to the surface, fine. Mm-hmm. Alright. As you emerge, I have already, like, found a cosy spot under a tree. The horse is having a graze. It's a very peaceful scene out there. I have not added any clothes. I'm still wearing the mini dress. Should we take them back to the town with us? Yes. We're taking them back to Fosberg and feeding them to the dragon. Not you. You you didn't resist. You're fine. You're going back to the guild because they can deal with you. The halfling gives you an awkward tied up thumbs up. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's more or less the shape of it. We should still go back to the wizard college and see if we can figure that out. Right, well, how about this? First off, one of us, without the prisoners, goes up via Fos- Fosberg. Wait, which one's the wizard? Which- so Fosberg is the capital of the forest where yeah, the dragon right. is. I mean, um, uh, yeah, Wizard Town is actually called... Uh, I have lost the name of the place. It's called Pral. I'll get our stuff and our horse from Pral. Prisoners stay well outside, I'd say. And we can go up to Fosberg and we can sort everything out there. I look very kind of... I'm not enthusiastic about this, just resigned to it is Mm -hmm. the obvious practical choice. All right. Yeah, not Um, like enthusiastic about feeding people to dragons, but if someone's getting fed to a dragon, it's going to be these guys. Sure. Then we come back and deal with the uh, titled person. We do still have time before dragons start eating stuff. I mean, eating people. That's like, true. We could. Your ability to hold in, in your ability to hold, detain, feed um, prisoners. In the meanwhile, I mean, there's a pretty simple solution to not having to deal with any prisoners. Right. We leave them with. Um, Oh shoot! I've forgotten her name. Right. Uh, long, long feather, long, yeah. long flight. That one. We leave them with long flight. We've got plenty of time to come back to Wizard Town, and if we can, if we 
wind up getting the treasure, which I'm not sure why that's our responsibility at that point, but hey, if we do, then that's all to the good. Well, really, I'm less concerned with the treasure when we have a place for for the dragon, but that person who hired them still does need to face some kind of justice. Still have blood on their hands. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, But still, let's, uh, let's take the sensible route round, shall we? All right. Sure. Okay. So just to keep things moving along a little bit, um, it will be entirely easy for one of you to, over the course of an hour or so, head back to the inn you were staying in, retrieve the horse and what belongings you weren't carrying, um, and Arvid, and come back. Um, and around the time you're getting back, the still unconscious prisoner will wake up. But he's on one hit point. He's tied up. Everything hurts. Good. He's He, he just kind of lies there, taking in the situation and making the very sensible decision not to kick up a fuss about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think in this time, Alicia has, has transformed back uh, into her human form. And she's not doing a lot to... Like she, like she dressed, but like in a definitely kind of a way where she's like, I dressed, but I could have not. We are both very disheveled, scantily clad werewolves. Exactly. She's, she's showing off her best assets. I'm going to be honest, I'm not looking at the assets. I'm looking at the blood smears. That, that is where my <laughs> attention is drawn. <laughs> 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 of which there are a number and like cuts and bruises yeah and I'm gonna go with nice work in there yeah you too it was that was really fun in a weird way I guess is it weird to say that was fun because that was fun no it was fun wolves want to hunt I had you pegged for a newbie when I saw you on the road I wanted to see how you'd do I mean, you know, I more or less am. Uh, it hasn't been that long, but it feels right overall. You're a fast learner. Could be Thank you. She kind of she kind of preens a little bit. You could be faster though if you had some help. <laughs> yeah. Um. What 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 were you were you proposing something? I mean, we have a horse. And it looks like your job here might be done. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely... I'm kind of watching you, but not really trying not to make any definite moves. She kind of sits and uh, thinks for a moment. Um, she's looking off kind of into the middle distance, and she uh, kind of thumbs at her um, family crest that she wears around her neck. And then she looks over at Roma and she and she smiles and it's a big toothy grin. And if she were a wolf um, in wolf form, like all of all of her teeth would be flashing and, and it would be kind of terrifying. And she and she says, Yeah, I think that that sounds really good. In which case I am going to absolutely waste a cantrip and give you a flower blossom because I have Druidcraft. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> what is wasting a cantrip? 
There's no such thing. It's just an unnecessary action. <laughs> I'm highlighting unnecessary flamboyance more than, you know, wasted of spell slots here. <laughs> From somewhere in the background, Rill gives Alusha a thumbs up and a, a wide grin, and he winks. Aww. The blossom in question, I'm going to go with a lupin. <laughs> wow. Yes. Excellent. That was entirely necessary. Which I am offering you. Alusha uh, definitely blushes. She's like blushing super pink in her cheek. And she kind of looks down and of her, of her kind of shyly. Like, this is the first time that any of you have seen her like like this, like be shy. Um, and she says in a small voice, thanks. And she and she takes the flower and she um, thinks about it for a second. And then she puts it behind her, behind her ear so that it's in her hair. So cute. I think that noise might have been in character. It wasn't planned, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I may or may not have just made a happy wolf whining noise. <laughs> At which point I remember that we have an audience and am now blushing equally <laughs> and divert all of my attention to like rubbing down the horse, making sure it's okay. <laughs> the horse looks like it's had a really bad scare, but doesn't seem injured. It has some, like it's, it's, was last used as a riding horse and they didn't really have time to kind of attach all of baggage and things to it. So it's not heavily laden. It does have saddlebags. Um, they don't have anything interesting in. They just have like rations and stuff. Yeah. Ordinary things in ordinary bags. There's definitely not a bag of holding attached to this horse or to any of the prisoners. Yeah. But it's not injured. It's just had a... Yeah. Despite the lack of obvious damage, I am going to continue checking over the horse for as long <laughs> as I think I can get away with. <laughs> okay, so when Trick returns with their horse and the giant eagle chick, you know, they, they come back across the fields and they see Alusha like kind of sat under a tree with a fresh flower in her hair, like looking up at the sky, looking very thoughtful. And the other elf werewolf taking care of a horse who's clearly already taken care of and is fine, does not need the attention, and still blushing slightly and not looking at Alusha. <laughs> and I think Rill and Ember are, like, watching from a distance and elbowing each other and, like, grinning. Alusha in her mother's garden. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone in the fucking podcast immediately got that tune. (laughs) Good podcast. (laughs) We have the right people. Shay, the player, is over here just hand flapping. I'm so so fucking cute. It's adorable. Trick, for the record, is indifferent to the romantic life of this elf. <laughs> I mean, you met her like a week ago. It's... <laughs> I assume, therefore, that you are loading things up and heading, you know, skirting the city and just heading straight back into the forest and back towards Fosberg. 
um, it is obviously going to take you several days. You will be moving slowly because you have prisoners. Mm. The rules as written, because D&D is on the like heroic scale, means that they should heal completely the first time you let them sleep and then be fine. That I am not going to say happens because, I mean, they're not protagonists. Yeah. <laughs> so no. instead, it's easier to keep hold of them than it would be because you beat them all the way to death. Minus a little bit. I mean, it occurs to me, you do have several people who could drastically, magically heal them. Yes, I'm assuming you do not do that, and therefore they just are, like, miserable and not fighting you. Nope, if if it looks like like a bad infection is setting in or something, Rill would probably step in, but he's not gonna... I see, see, now if a bad infection was already setting in, what you need is cure disease. Hmm. I mean, cure wounds wouldn't hurt. Um, yeah, no, it's, you're moving slowly because you have prisoners and they're not walking very fast anyway, um, but they're not at least currently making attempts to escape. Um, you can reach the tree line of the forest um, in about four or five hours, at which point you're probably going to want to sleep for the night, but at least you are in your home trees. Um, Alusha and Roma, you hear as soon as you settle down to camp um, under the, the trees. You hear wolf howls in the distance, and Roma, you recognize these howls. This is a very familiar set of voices to you. I would share this with Alusha, given that we are making plans. Making plans is code for being lesbians. <laughs> Excuse me, I have never made a plan in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Inaccurate portrayal of lesbianism. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I'm not that suave in reality. I I don't think I've ever had a girlfriend I didn't meet by doing something stupid. <laughs> what do you tell Alusha about these 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 voices? Um I am going to go with that's a group that I know. And if you're interested in finding out more about who you are now and the culture you could be a part of, they'd be a great place to start. I'm very unsure of myself as I say this, but I'm trying to, you know, be earnest. It's not working. There's, there's no eye contact. I really wish there was a horse I could take care of. I'm... <laughs> You're like poking a fire that doesn't need it. Yeah, maybe tending to some grass. It's in a forest, the grass does not need tending, but I'm tending it. It's okay, because Alusha is completely besotted and finds, you know, every literally everything that she says and does the most charming thing ever. Excuse me, the, the, they, they say and do the most charming thing ever. Um, so, but, and then she, when she, when she hears what um, Rama reveals about... Uh, these wolves, she pauses and she thinks for a second. Um, and uh, she looks in, in that direction and she looks resolute. Um, and she turns to Roman, she nods uh, and she says, I think that, I think that that could be a great adventure. I am somewhat overcome with delight by that. I don't, I'm going to go with Ramar is 
delighted is kind of not beyond words at this stage because not very good at words <laughs> or anything else so let's be honest and this is the point where they you know they get their little moment they get to they're actually going to do this you know <laughs> yeah are you gonna say any goodbyes alicia or are you just gonna wolf off into the sunset just wolf off i was just gonna say goodbye she's not gonna just, just gonna peace the fuck out <laughs> I would. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> She's gonna say goodbye, but it's it's not gonna be like long drawn out goodbyes. Like um, she's gonna say what she means when she means it, um, and then she's gonna piece the fuck out. Awesome. And we have the fun options of we can lope off into the woods dramatically together or we can ride off into the sunset with the horse we're going to have to get rid of at some point. We have many myriad options for vanishing into our gay werewolf honeymoon period. We are stealing the horse. I'm just awkwardly loitering, so you'll have your goodbyes, please. Don't have to steal and rehome the horse. We could use it to no, no, take the carry... Horse. Please take the horse. Carry these prisoners! Please take the horse. They can walk. It's fine. <laughs> you so this. this is just like this is like fucking this is like this is like oh this is like oh yeah uh we're gonna go off and like we're gonna like go off and just like walk off into the desert. Okay, cool. Yeah, could you leave this like main battle tank with us? Nah. <laughs> we're gonna take it for reasons. And then find out how to rehome it. I mean, I do live here. I presume I know where to sell a horse. Yeah. You all are the travellers. I assume that they were carrying a fair amount of shit, though. Like, Oh, no, I mean, it's absolutely practical. Real just really doesn't want another horse in the party. <laughs> it's, it's purely personal animus against horses. It's, yes. yeah. Also, I feel like it would be a much more dramatic you know, parting if we had a horse. Right off. You could wolf out. Yeah, just and wolf out. And like, thing we keep the horse. I'm just rush. saying we ride away into the sunset on the horse and having achieved our little moment, we can rehome it. I mean, so two <laughs> things. The first thing is that um, riding off into the sunset is sick as hell and I do support it. But the second Admittedly quite difficult given that it's probably morning in a forest. <laughs> riding off into the sunrise is... Extremely good, and I support it. But the second thing I have to say is that personal horse animus isn't over my indie band. <laughs> <laughs> can we please do the role play so we can all go to bed? <laughs> go on, take the horse. Take the horse. Plot twist: This is the role play. <laughs> <laughs> we just spend the entire goodbyes with Alusha saying nothing and me bickering about horse ownership with all of you. Alusha <laughs> um, is gonna approach. Uh, the three of the rest of her party um, and uh, look at them kind of like, kind of bashfully, but also kind of like, yeah, I'm doing this. Um, it's like, it's like clear in her body language uh, that she's decided to, to go with, to go with Roma. Um, and she, she says, okay, so you might've already guessed this, but um, I, I think I have a new divergence in my path and that means um, that I need to leave all of you, at least for now. Um, I hope you can understand, and I hope that's okay. 
Of course it's okay, but we'll miss you. I'll miss you too. And damn it, it's a shay, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Ember is already crying. Alicia looks down and she's uh, fighting back tears. And uh, she says, I am so glad that I found all of you and that you came into my life and I came into yours. Um, and I hope that I get to see you again at some point in the future. I don't know when and I don't know how, but um, I think I think I want this to be goodbye for now and not goodbye forever. And uh, she pauses and she turns around and look, looks back over her shoulder at Roma and she, she blushes and she turns back and she um, kind of unconsciously touches the flower that's in her hair behind her ear. And she, she says, clearly, I guess the universe had some, some other plans for me, but I love you all and thank you. We love you too and we're gonna miss you. And Will is going to kiss her on the forehead. Aww. Ember's going to wrap her in a big old hug. Oh, oh man. Genuinely crying over here. You have your hugs. You say your goodbyes. You get on your recently acquired horse. The pair of you. Sitting very close together. I'm still not wearing enough clothes for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of you have blood streaks. It's a look. It's honestly a look. Still covered in blood. Yeah. Werewolf chic. Absolutely. I support it. And you ride off into the moonlight. Shay, we're gonna miss you. Oh, you guys. <laughs> I want, I just want a horse that all it's, you know, like you see those like cute animal videos of dogs that were raised by cats or cheetahs that were raised by donkeys or whatever. This is just a horse that has been socialized as a werewolf. We listen, we know that, we know that Alusha's weird strain of werewolfism affects wolves, makes them wolf wolves. I am here for a horse wolf. Yes. <laughs> Look, I can talk to the horse. I can explain to the horse, do you want to be a werewolf horse? And then it's up to the horse to agree or disagree. I'm guessing it's 4% for becoming a werewolf from a horse. I mean, if the alternative is we just straight up eat you, that might be quite persuasive. <laughs> <laughs>